Good afternoon, everybody. You are listening to 89.1 FM WXVU, The Roar, Villanova Student Radio. It is right now 11.40 a.m. on this Sunday uh, morning. It's surprisingly, after a little bit of snow the other days, it's uh, kind of clearing up a little bit nice. It's not too uh, cold outside. It was somewhere around 12 degrees yesterday, so it's, it's nice to see a little change. Um, you're listening to Fun the Locker Room right now, your favorite sports radio show. Well, we have some fun in the locker room when we recap everything in the world of sports, discuss hot takes, make predictions, and much, much more. Uh, we're a radio show. We used to be Monday at 4, but now we are Sunday, 11.30 a.m. Uh, we're also a podcast, so check us out on YouTube now. Uh, not SoundCloud anymore, YouTube, where we're posting all the full-length episodes um, in case you want to go back and look at some of our spicy takes or uh, hear our great debates or anything like that. Uh, same name, Fun the Locker Room. Check out our Twitter account too, Fun the Locker Room. We're gonna try and get more active uh, with that, especially as the NFL playoffs are gonna finish up, as we're gonna talk about, and then obviously the NBA. We want to get more involved with that. Maybe some predictions on the awards and everything, um, and we'll post some polls and questions. Try and interact with the fans as much as possible. My name is Truett Carstetter. I'm joined by my great, great co-hosts, Sean Rankle, Liam Holloway. We have a lot to talk about today. We're going to get to recapping uh, the last two games of the uh, divisional round, talk about the championship round, talk about is TB12 retiring, like what's what's going on there, a lot of the news and speculation from around the league. And then finally, what we I know we've wanted to do for a while now is get into some NBA, and we'll get into some NBA after that. But first, let's uh, let's recap the games. Uh, guys, what, what, what game will we think about first? Bills, Chiefs, Bucks, Rams. Definitely Bills, Chiefs. Bills, Chiefs. Biggest game of the of yes last week. Go for it, Sean. Well, so as everybody saw, um, wow, probably the best game I've one of the best games I ever watched in my lifetime. Like Patrick Holmes, Josh Allen, like 13 seconds left to go in the game. Josh Allen was celebrating. The Bills were celebrating. Almost everybody in America was celebrating. The Bills had knocked off the Chiefs. Chiefs kind of kind of like the Patriots now these days. Everybody hating against them, but. 13 seconds is all you need when you're Patrick Mahomes and you're Tyreek Hill and you're Travis Kelsey. Like, I don't know if you guys sort of things, but they, Travis Kelsey, like, calling the play line of scrimmage, like, they're just such a smart football team, and they have the talent and the ability and the awareness. It's just insane. Well, you got to talk about the elephant in the room. What happened in overtime? Shouldn't Okay, this shouldn't happen in playoff sports where the QB that had a great game – let his team to a very uh, what seemed like a win has to just sit back and watch can't do anything powerless to watch Patty Mahomes light up his defense and just get sent home it's horrible like they shouldn't have given up that 40 yards or whatever in the 13 seconds that's a reason to lose right there but the fact that they didn't even get a shot in OT man come on like this was the game of the year. This was essentially the Super Bowl, I think. Really? Out of all the remaining teams, I thought the Bills and the Chiefs were the best. I think looking at all the remaining teams now, I'd take the Bills and the Chiefs as the top two. So to have it end the way it did was very underwhelming for me, but just goes to show Patty Mahomes, man, he is he's something else. Well, yeah. the, the ironic thing real quick is that the um, back a couple years ago when the Chiefs and Pages are the same situation mm-hmm. and the Chiefs proposed a real change, the Bills are one of those teams that voted against the real change. Really, so really, kind of yeah. caught back and uh, didn't help them too much in the situation today. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree about OT. Um, it was kind of obvious in the fourth quarter this was a game determined by two people. It was going to be Mahomes and Josh Allen who could outdo the other. 
Um, and it, like Sean, you know, said it was it was a crazy last like four minutes. Um, basically, no defense being played and just insane quarterback uh, play. And to kind of understand that, you know, going into the coin toss, well, like whoever wins, it's probably going to go down there and score. Which you know, you can always make the argument. I think I saw somewhere on Twitter, like uh, a four. I think it was Keenan Allen had said like. Well, defense wins championships. It's it's not really def- you know off off a coin flip, but I completely disagree with that. When those two quarterbacks are playing the way they are, and if you're gonna say defense wins championships, <laughs> the complete opposite would have happened too. If Josh Allen gets the ball, he still goes down there mm-hmm. and scores. So what do you really like? You can't diss the Bills' defense when the Chiefs' defense, the team that won, would have easily given up a touchdown as well. So I'm I'm all for rule changes. Um, I know Sean has a couple ideas on how to fix it. I, I love the college rule idea. Um, I hate this idea, but that the, that the NFL currently has in place. So I, I saw one random idea, which probably would never happen in the in the NFL, but I think Liam would like it. It was uh, I think Pat McAfee threw oh, that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That um, the home team gets to choose what yardage the kicker gets to kick a field goal from, and the away team gets to choose who kicks that field goal, which team kicks the field goal, and if you make the field goal. You get the ball to start over time. If you miss it, the other team gets the ball to start yeah, over time. It's, it's, wow. It's, it's so, argument's sake, in this situation, like, the Chiefs would choose yeah. what yard line they want to field goal from. So, they choose like the 50 yard line. And the Bills choose whether they think their kicker could kick a 50 yarder or whether they think the I like Chiefs kicker is going to miss a 50 yarder. So, walk me through what would happen if, if the Chiefs Bills did that. Chiefs were home. Chiefs were home. So, Chiefs, argument's sake, Chiefs choose 50 yards. Yes. Okay. The Bills then decide whether we think our kicker can kick a 50 yard field goal. Or whether we think the Chiefs kicker is going to miss a 50 yard field goal. Wow. And they choose which one they think is more likely and they let the guy go out there and see I if like it happens. That. Because that's skill based. It's not a coin flip. Yeah. And if they're going to do, I don't know. I like the idea that in overtime, both teams have, have to get a possession. Home, just let the home team start with the ball. You just go from there. The, the problem with that one, though, is in this situation, I think we all would have watched this game. When would it have ended? That's true. Because how many times? That's a good point. How many times would they've just driven up and down the field? Like, their defense was not doing anything. The defense would get more and more tired. Like, I just don't see where it would have ended. That's why I hate people saying that defense like is a is a part of this because it's not. In the last two minutes, there were there were five scores. Yeah, there were five scores in the last two minutes of the game. Like, ah, you know, Sean, I I like the the Pat McAfee idea because it it makes. Kicking just like way more valuable right now. Yeah, kicking's already valuable as it is. <laughs> it, it is, but in a way, you can like you could argue that that kickers it's kind of this rotating carousel like in yeah. the league. Like, oh yeah, no yeah. kicker like even kickers like Steven Laskowski, who you, you thought was going to stay for the with the Patriots forever, is you know not I mean, there anymore. I mean, it's really like, Justin Tucker's Justin like Tucker, the Robbie last Gold. remaining guy that's like I think yeah. with his original team that's like an elite uh, kicker and. I like how it's kind of like you got to do a little bit of a scouting report on, on these kickers. Like, has their opposing kicker, like, what is his percentage on, you know, 50-yard field goals? Like, what yardage do we need, like, to apply for uh, the kicker? Because theoretically in that situation, you would push it as far possible <coughs> that you think Word. your kicker can make Word. a field goal. You could, yeah, your kicker, right? You would, you would, like, whatever yards you give as home team, you'd go as far as you can that you believe your kicker can make the field goal. Yeah. But it just feels like a... More of an XFL rule or like one of these yeah, spring football league yeah, rules instead yeah. of an NFL rule. That would never happen. So probably more of the NFL rules. I think college is probably the best situation because. So what is college? What, so what, college, what, you'd start at the twenty-five yard line mm-hmm. and you just play the game. Both sides touch the ball, goes on. The college has adapted this year that after two times you of have doing to go that for the two point. Right? No, two times after doing this now, 
you don't even start the twenty five yard line. You start the two yard line, you get one play, see if you wow. score a touchdown. Is that's that actually how it is? Be, right? That's what college is now after after two, after two times okay. of them scoring touchdowns. Well, that's the way it should be, because you're you have a possession. You have a chance. Yeah, and, and the Your situation defense can make a play too. It makes like, it better because the team's running up and down the field nonstop and like just having both teams be able to touch the ball just tires of the defense. Mm-hmm. When you play in these short yard situations, the defense is at more of a chance. You're shrinking the fields exactly. out because, like, Patrick Holmes has the ability. Both these quarterbacks have the ability to like expand the field, expand downfield, and these two got and the defenses in these smaller situations have a better chance of actually doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and like if if you think about clutch football, like game winning football, uh, clutch time football, it, it's it's the red zone. Like, yeah, you need to make you need to be able to convert in the red zone. So by mimicking that as like that's the entirety of overtime is dealing with. Red zone football. It's not only really exciting, yeah. but I think it's it's a little bit more practical too. I agree completely. But I, I have a question with this. So you said two yard line, right? They yeah. get one play. Mm-hmm. Let's just say you have a, a, an above average running back on both teams. Can't you just HB draw up the middle well, each time? In in college, it's happened before. They've gone seven, eight overtimes. Yeah. Well, it's incredible though. But how think about how good that. Well, would it's be exciting. Yeah. It's more exciting than than the Bills yeah. Chiefs OT. Do you remember the? Um, that Rams Chiefs game where they scored fifty points on each other mm-hmm. it was like two years ago. Yeah, great yeah, Monday game. Yeah, that, that that's what this past week what this game was like. It was one of the best games I've ever watched. And imagine if you got to see Mahomes and Josh Allen just throw touchdown after touchdown in overtime. Yeah, that would have been even better. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. What these games made me think about going on a little side thing real quick is why can't they just do this all game? And, like, thinking back to, like, the Chip Kelly experiment back with the Eagles and in the NFL, like, the no huddle, mm-hmm. just why can't teams like the Chiefs and the Bills put up, like, 100 points a game with just no huddle offenses, like, tire out these defenses early? Like, I don't know. It always makes me think about that. I think as, as the game wears on, it's a good strategy. But from the beginning, I don't know. But if you start early, theoretically the defense would get tired earlier yeah. and you have more of these opportunities to just play these long games. So I do agree with you, Sean, because, I mean – We've seen Tom Brady. It seems like every two-minute drill he gets, they score. Yeah. So you're like, why don't offenses just do this more? And I guess I looked up Chip Kelly, who whose quarterback around Chip Kelly's offense was, and it was Nick Foles. So obviously <laughs> the offense wouldn't succeed too much. But what if, like, a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen or a Justin Herbert played in an offense like that where no huddle, quick plays, like, I don't know. I feel like it could be the, the potential is unlimited. Yeah. yeah. No, that would be an interesting concept for sure. Yeah. Um, so, Chiefs advance. I I had Bills advancing. I think you guys you had Bills. I had Bills. I had yeah. Chiefs. Yeah. So Bills that's was my um, Super Bowl pick. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of agree with you when you say Bills Chiefs like could have been the Super Bowl. It, it definitely the was a very exciting game. No, well, not the Bills aren't left, but <laughs> yeah. So Chiefs advance. Other side of uh, well, I guess yeah. Other side. We'll recap the uh, Bucks Rams, which. And excited. It looked like it was going to be a blowout at first. Then, yeah. you know, you can never rule out. T- what's, never what's the, what's the phrase? Tom Brady. Never yeah, exactly. bet against Tom Brady. Yeah. And made it a game. Um, what are, what are, what's our takeaways from this? Well, I, th- I still think Matt Stafford's a big fraud. They were 27 to 3, and they almost lost. I hate this guy so much. <laughs> but I do have to give credit where credit's due. He threw a bomb to the best wide receiver in the league, and Cooper Cup is just—he's unbelievable. What was that defense? The one thing, yes, as the Bucks, the one thing you cannot do is let Cooper Cup beat you, and they—they they let him beat you. Like it was a bomb right down the middle. 
they should have played ah. Bills defense. Like they should have just played the Bills defense and backed off them. Yeah. Like don't let anything over the top. At keep that, everything at in that front point, of you. you. Play for overtime because you getting a stop moves you on. If mm-hmm. you if you gamble, you're gonna lose. And the Rams, if yeah. you look at that sequence of plays the Rams did, they I think it was a running play with Stafford first. There was a run first and then it killed the clock. Like they were not playing to like try to get on the field. They were trying to like just kill clock, see what could happen, see in a situation that they could actually like pull a field goal. But just to give them a shot over the top, like with Cooper <sighs> Cup, the fact that there aren't three dudes on him, one on one with the safety, yeah, a that, tiny uh, safety, undersized. Yeah, when you make mistakes like that, you deserve to lose. And fortunately for Tom Brady, it wasn't really his fault. He had he played a great game. I mean, they came back from twenty-seven to three. Great game's a little little stretch. Well, he, he, he they had, came back. The comeback was his insane. defense played a large. Like, yeah. As much as we're gonna criticize defense for like the last play, the turnovers they forced, they giving him short fields like. Yeah. They kept him in this game. Tom Brady did not play like out of this world. He played good. Did not play out of this world. He had the great throw to Mike Evans. A wonderful downfield throw. And he came up when he needed to. But there was multiple times in that game where I was like, Tom Brady would start the comeback and he'd be like, oh, this is going to be it. And then the drive would like stutter and like, they'd, throw a, they'd kick away a punch. and be like, oh, I guess it's not going to happen this year. Maybe Tom Brady's lost a step. But like, to give him his credit, he kept fighting back. He brought them back. He tied this game up, which was crazy. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting, like just the difference in teams. For example, Stafford uh, <coughs> threw for thirty eight attempts. Brady fifty four. Mm. Brady thirty fifty four. Almost like his makes almost matched the amount of attempts that Stafford had, which is just it, it kind of shows. That, I mean, this Rams team is just kind of firing on all cylinders. Um, it's good to see you know Cam Akers back after that Achilles tear, um, and then obviously we've been talking about Cooper Cup almost at two hundred yards. Um, how do you how do you let that happen? Yeah, the Bucks, come on. It's Makes bad because beat you. who was who did the Rams play right before? Cardinals. Cardinals. It, it, uh, this that is was... that reminded me of when when I was watching that game. Cooper Cup had like one catch mm-hmm. in, in the first half, but every other wide receiver was going off, and it was kind of like you did your job, but. You know, been stopping arguably one of the best receivers in football right now, but the Rams just have so many weapons that that just wasn't good enough, even with the Cardinals defense. And Cooper Cup's gonna find a way to break out. Like he had the fumble exactly. early in the game, where like uncharacteristic of him, but he just always finds a way to get open, always finds a way to make that big play for them, which is just crazy. Eleven targets, nine receptions. He doesn't get the respect he deserves. A touchdown. He doesn't get the respect. God, this guy's He's good. He's so good. After this the season, good. like. This is one season, but after this season, where where do you put him in your wide receiver rankings? It's a it's a pretty stacked position right now. Really, I, I know we always talked about stacked wide receiver position, but like I don't know how many. Like, is there a clear group of guys who like stand amongst the rest of them? Like Devonte Hopkins, yes Hopkins, Tyreek, one sure. healthy Hopkins, Tyreek, he's three. Cooper, Cooper I, Cup, four. Cooper, Cooper in Cup in that. Well, Mike Evans. He's no, not there. No, not no. there anymore. I think it's just the four of them. If, if Slant Boy was healthy these past yeah. years, he'd be in there. Yeah, but he's he's yeah, Slant Boy. Is he unhealthy? Is he like being a diva? Like what is with Michael Thomas? No, dude, he's been out. He's had double foot surgeries. Yeah. No, he's not. You know, Sean, like you, I kind of thought it could have been him being a diva. I thought I too. I thought I wasn't was sure, but like I welcomed that. <laughs> Why wouldn't he want to play, man? He would have had. <laughs> he would have had five hundred receptions this season. But I, I think Cooper Cup is. I think he's in that. I think right now, after this season he had with a with a good quarterback. Well, I don't like Matt Stafford, but he's a lot better than Jared Goff. He showed what he can do. Cup is better than Hopkins. Really? Yeah. Are you just? I don't know. Hopkins has this has this career of 
of yeah, really but at good this, football at this point in his career. Okay. Well, Hopkins was also injured a lot. I know year. exactly. That's the, the, the factor. Did win a game. I think they won I, one game. This point in his Hopkins. career, I think Cooper Cup's better. I'd rather Cooper Cup my team. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Let, oh, let's go to that point. What they, would you the, say? The Cardinals won one game while um, he was in, Hopkins was injured. One game. The problem with comparing Cooper Cup to these other guys is Cooper Cup does everything really well. These other guys have like things that make them unique. Mm-hmm. Like Cooper Cup's, I wouldn't say the best at any single thing. He's just very good at very all, good at everything. everything yeah. Like DeAndre Hopkins' hands, Hit crazy. Hands, yeah. Tyreek Hill, speed. like the speed. Like Cooper Cup can never, in my opinion, like ever catch Tyreek Hill because Tyreek's speed is. Difference yeah. maker. Well, we, we saw that in the playoff play game. Yeah. He ran across the middle. They had five dudes chasing him, threw up the peace sign to a dude that was in front of him. Caught the ball yeah. 10 yards out and <laughs> took it 60 yards to the house. I feel like Tyreek Hill, just because he plays with Mahomes that, and Kelsey, that's going to be the best duo. He, he like, gets, yeah, I don't think he gets the respect just, that Devontae no, or no. or Cooper Cup get, which but, is. But is I don't think Tyreek Hill can catch as well as Devontae or Hopkins. Like but, his hands, like he's not going up there and making a crazy oh, catch. Oh, yeah. He's, he's not like. Getting super athletic and making he's it more Debo Samuel. He, he's shorter, yeah, and he and he runs. Yeah, yeah. Tyree Kill was made for Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes oh, yeah. rolls out right. Yeah, so Tyreek on the other side of the three field, just <laughs> bomb it into open air. He's gonna get it. Yeah, it's I mean, what, what would Tyreek be on a different team? Like Debo Samuel's. He'd be a Debo Samuel's different team. You think so? Yeah. Even like running wise, too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't understand why the Chiefs don't let him run like the jet sweep a lot more. Tyreek Hill just because, coming off yeah, the Yeah, I agree I with think that. the difference is... I mean, I guess you don't need to, right? I'm not going to... Yeah. Uh, this is going against my things, but... No, it's fair. Patrick Holmes is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So you'd wanna yeah. t- you don't want to take the ball out of Patrick Holmes' hands. That's true. You're okay taking the ball out of Jimmy Garoppolo's hands and giving it a deep center in the backfield. Mm-hmm. You want to have Patrick Holmes have the ball for as much time so he can find that great play. Jimmy Garoppolo, you want to like, get the ball out of his hands, get a, get a playmaker, make them do the work. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. And you, you don't even really see like Tyreek Hill like screens or anything like that. No, you don't. You don't. They never really give it to him in the backfield. It's more it's of like, like crossing routes. Yeah, a lot of crossing well, routes. It's crossing threat. routes. Like yeah. that was that one big play he had. I think with a peace sign, crossing yeah. route or like a drag route yeah, it was like by the the first yeah. down line. Caught mm-hmm. him, threw it to him in stride, and then he just booked it upfield yeah. down the sideline. Crazy. Crazy guy. I want to go back to Cooper Cup for a second though, and like I, I don't even have the answer to this, but. I mean, he's more than doubled his yards since uh, from last season. Mm-hmm. What is it about this season that is just – is this just like a breakout season, like nothing – He's playing a better quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's Quarterbacks true. make a difference. Jared, Jared Goff was not a good quarterback. He's not. Three touchdowns last year, 16 touchdowns this year. Ask Isn't Odell that wild? Be- ask Odell Beckham what a good quarterback yeah. does. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you see it. You saw it. That was a prime example. You saw him in the Giants with Eli, mm-hmm. and you went to Cleveland and – Baker, yeah. Baker. We talk about that. And then but, now he's back with a good quarterback, and it makes a huge difference. Sean McVay is also I hate I hate the dude, but he's he's very smart. Oh yeah, he's. Got, I mean, Goff hadn't really even won any <coughs> games before. He didn't win a single game. He's not won a. Didn't win a single game before McVay came in. Yeah. A quarterback whisperer, and he brings in Matthew Stafford in the offseason, who's already a great quarterback that people sleep on, and he's playing. Well, I'm not gonna say he's playing even better, but he's playing Matthew Stafford That's football. But. Choke. Yes, having having that quarterback, you know, Odell, Cooper Cup, I wish they had Robert Woods because that would have been a crazy offense. Um, Hickby, Van Jefferson, Cameron, yeah. Sony. Side Scott. discussion, does this just drastically, not even like like disregarding Baker Mayfield's bad quarterback play, does Odell's success with the Rams just plummet his stock? 
as quarterback. I think, I think Baker coming into the season, this oh, was going to no. be like a make or break <laughs> season for him, and he lost all credibility. But he was also playing through a lot of injuries. But the Browns, like that division, was wide open for the longest time. They, yeah, everyone was chasing the Ravens at one point, but when Lamar got hurt, it was wide open, and the Browns did absolutely nothing. Baker was a big part of that because he was he was garbage. He looks horrible. Yeah. What do you got to say? <laughs> there you Sean? go, Sean. Let it rip. <laughs> Ever since Baker Mayfield got drafted, I have been completely anti Baker Mayfield. He is not a good quarterback. He is the biggest diva in the NFL, quarterback in the NFL, and I don't know. He's just overrated. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, the reason they went to the, went to the playoffs last year was less on him and more on that defense mm-hmm. and Nick Chubb's running ability. Yep. Like I don't know, Baker Mayfield's way overrated. But as we were talking about last week, who you replacing him with? I think he stayed. He stayed in Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. And like, do you need Baker Mayfield to to be a Joe Burrow or Mahomes, or can you just have him be? I, I hate to. This is a weird comparison. A Jimmy Garoppolo, where he's just like a game manager, and you have your Nick Chubb. Your Jarvis Landry, your your whatever, and then your defense too. They don't have enough talent around him right now. Yeah, they haven't done that yet. <coughs> and you need to be a you need to have need a really good defense need, yeah. and a yeah. really good running game. I mean, it's not and a it's great true. head coach. Yeah. The, you have the the personnel and special on teams. Yeah, to overcome a bad quarter. Well, yeah, to overcome a bad quarterback and win. An average you, quarterback. You yeah. Need a lot, okay, yeah. average. You have to do a lot. Yeah. You got to do a lot. But I mean, it's not like the defense is like bare. You have yeah, no, the, the Chubb and Clowney duo was great this year. Miles Garrett was on pace. For, I'm sorry, what did I say? The uh, said Chubb Clowney. Sorry, not Vernon. Uh, uh, who's Garrett. that DN? The Bradley Chubb? Well, really, no one talks about him anymore. Oh, Bradley yeah, Chubb's in the Broncos. The, the, yeah, the the Miles Garrett Clowney duo yes. was it crazy. Was very good. Yeah. The beginning of the season, they were getting five, six sacks a game. I remember they sacked the Bears like eleven times. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, Justin Fields got destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> and and you're, you're, it's the same thing with like with Aaron Donald and Von Miller and how. You gotta send three guys at Aaron Donald so Von Miller's gonna eat up. It's the same thing with with Miles Garrett is so good that Jadavion Clowney, who's up and down career but has the talent, he he's just getting these runway opportunities to just chase the quarterback. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it didn't work out in the Browns' favor too. They had a really really hard schedule looking at it, but still beat the Lions by three, lost to the Ravens who had a billion injuries. I know. They're not a good team. The Browns aren't a good team. Yeah. Let's uh let's bring it all the way back to uh can't believe we we got all the way there from Bucks Rams. <laughs> but uh, I guess should we you know, so Tom Brady kind of didn't retire yesterday. Yeah, I don't think he needs to be lot of news. Too much, yeah, we don't need to talk about too much, but we should just make note. A lot of news came out that, that was weird. That he was retiring and then his dad and him I and guess, his agent like his agent came out and said, Hey, he hasn't made a decision yet. I feel like that would have been more the thing that he he like says. Yeah, I'm retiring. Instead I'm just, of just a, some random Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter. I'm surprised got Adam Schefter got that He got wrong. clowned yeah, he after that. <laughs> like, like I guess the question always comes back to the situations like, who gave Schefter the insider report? Yeah, that's weird. Like, that's like weird. it makes you think. Like, is there something like he was really close to it and he said some and Tom Brady said something to somebody else, but he wants to be the one announcing and maybe he's yeah. actually retiring. Like, I don't know. They should play another year just to spite Adam Schefter. I can see him doing it. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be funny. He's got the little Michael Jordan in him. Yeah, I can see that. But for now, Tom Brady still runs that division. Really, really? Okay, okay. Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, until until he retires. Because James yeah. Winston is not coming back to the Saints. Really? You don't think so? Who, Why would he come back to the Sean Painless Saints? I don't know. Is man. he uh, is he a free agent? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Who who else would the Saints get then? You well, it's not James Winston problem. That's a okay. Yeah, that's a yeah, don't, don't look at that as like you're losing James Winston. Look at that as wow. Now you have a quarterback hole, and if there are any on the market, like there's nobody yeah. in the market. There's nobody in the market. You gotta, gotta trade somebody. Yeah. There's like nobody. That's what I'm worried about too. Teddy Bridgewater is the best like Asian quarterback problem. And I don't want Teddy two gloves. Back. You guys just had yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, well it might be a welcome change. Saints James don't back. have anything to trade too. Their defense is loaded, but I mean, if you Michael no Thomas Capper. comes back. We need to draft the wide receiver. We might draft the quarterback, honestly. I don't know. The Saints the Saints need to Can figure this stuff out. Can he pick it? Can he pick it? I don't like Mr. any fake of slide? these QBs, No, man. definitely not. I don't like I'm any about of the drafts. Matt Corral? I like Matt Corral. He seems like a, he's like, he seems like a Saints type player. Yeah, but the Saints are in a position, too, where they play really well next season. They're going to make the playoffs. Their defense is great. Michael but Thomas with who as back. quarterback? Taysom Hill? That, that's the problem. Taysom Hill? They, no, they they could go to the playoffs to Taysom Hill. You think so? Yeah. Well, yeah, they're lucky in a sense that they get to play the Panthers and, and the, Falcons. the Falcons twice a year, and they own the Bucks in the regular season. Tom Brady didn't score that one game. <laughs> All right, we are going to cut to a quick commercial, and then we'll talk about uh, AFC QBs, a lot of young talent. AFC is in a good position, but we're going to quickly talk about the Villanova Tech Zone, free resource for helping students, faculty, and staff troubleshoot their technological needs. Contact us at 610-519-7777. Chat with us us online or visit our law school, Falvey Library, or New Commons offices. For more information, visit unit.villanova.edu. We're back, Final Locker Room, WXVU, 89.1 FM, Villanova Student Radio. Uh, Just recapped the games, and I know we want to talk about AFC QBs. It's a very, across the entire conference, a lot of young QBs, a lot of talented QBs. What do we got? So we got Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Mac Jones, uh, Joey Burr. We got Lamar, Justin Herbert. We got some young guys too, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. This this quarterback position in the AFC is stacked. There's a lot of young guys. It's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be fun. Rank, who do you think out of these guys? Obviously, Mahomes proven winner. Who's gonna make the next step after Mahomes? There's a four-person class as the top quarterbacks in the AFC. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's a pretty sizable drop-off to the next couple. Okay, who are your top four? Josh Allen, yep. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. I think there's a quite sizable drop-off to Mac Jones, Lamar Jackson. Wow. And then even, yes. even wow. a huger one you... to Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. I don't like that, man. Liam, you've, you've been a supporter of Lamar the whole season. What, Bro, what, what, do you, what are you saying to that? Just imagine if Lamar Jackson was in a, in a system where he had a running back not not that didn't tear his ACL or, or another running back that didn't tear. Oh, wait, he had four that <laughs> tore their ACLs. A, a good defense and more than one wide receiver. He does have a tight end, but, geez, he's playing with the bear and a bear. He wouldn't – what did he do in his second season, Rank? What did Lamar Jackson he do? He can't his, win a playoff game. There's no difference between Lamar Jackson and Ryan Tannehill. Oh, come on. You put Lamar Jackson on the Titans, I guarantee they beat the Bengals last week. Guarantee it. Yeah, that's not a bad <laughs> really? take. Really? I don't that's think so. That's not a bad take. I mean, no. Ryan Tannehill played pretty poorly. Tannehill played like garbage. He did, but Lamar Jackson can't throw. He can run. Yeah, but... When, when Patty Mahomes runs, people He gets injured nonstop runs, right now. He's not, he, he can't stay healthy. Okay, that's fair. He wait, wait, wait Sean, Sean, let me... So, okay, your four were Josh, Mahomes, uh, Burrow, and Herbert. Yeah. Correct? Now. You put Herbert above what, Lamar Jackson. Let me, okay, let me ask you this. What separates them 
from Mac and Lamar, and I, I'm looking for a specific detail, maybe a teammate. What do the two that you didn't include in that with the four not have? Um, who's Justin Herbert's wide receiver if you're trying to go with that one? I would yeah, say Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, Allen is not as good as Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Williams. No. Hey, that's, more, that's more of a, of a, of a, supporting, on, a great supporting cast. But the point I, was, I don't think I think you, you understood the point, though. Josh Allen has Stephon Diggs. Mahomes has five guys. Uh, her, five really? guys. Who are the five guys? Okay. He's got Tyreek and two. He's got two guys. He's got two guys. And Pringle can go up there and catch a touchdown if he wants to. And, and, and you know, maybe Edward Tillaire. But Mac and Lamar, it's Mac especially. Yeah, Mac. Is, I'm off the Marquise Brown train. I've, I've, I was on for a little bit when he got drafted, but I don't think he's going to be a good. Mark Andrews is good. Mark Andrews is good, but he's a, he's a tight end. Yeah, they don't have a running back. I just don't think Mac Jones and Lamar Jackson have the physical talent. Really? That Herbert, like wow. we, you saw Herbert in that game against. Yes. Um, the fourth, the fourth, the Raiders, whatever, fourth, yeah. whatever. Yeah. The amount of fourth downs he converted, like Lamar Jackson can't make that play. Mac Jones cannot make that play. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. Fourth and fifteen. Uh, well, Lamar, Lamar Jackson made that play earlier in the season when it was when Justin uh, Tucker hit the hit the sixty yard bomb. People forget Lamar Jackson converted a fourth and like twenty five right before that. <laughs> I don't know. I I would still, if if I had the ball. And I needed a drive to win the game. I would not take Lamar Jackson. I would not take Matt Jones. You did that so many times I would take either this of the season, four. though. And okay, we we go back to the um, you're on the you go for, go for two or not go for that. I'm going that for two. I like Lamar Jackson's running ability, not his throwing ability. Okay, well that whole situation wins you games. They did that a couple times and they lost, and he still had a good amount of comebacks this season, and he got hurt. Ravens didn't win a game after he got hurt. I think it's the hurt part, to be honest. In my opinion. That's that's. I don't fair. think he that's can stay fair. healthy. That's fair. And then his, I think his, his talent though, playing ability, doesn't lend him to have a long career and a healthy career. That's true. That's true. Because how many more years? I don't know. I feel like there's gonna be a point. Like, there's a difference between him and Russell Wilson. Like Russell Wilson's got like, it's. I don't know. I was watching something a long time ago, and the big thing they talk about Russell Wilson is his eyes. Like he is scrambling, but he's always looking downfield. Yeah. He's scrambling, but he's still looking to throw. Kyler Murray is the, the same thing. He's scrambling, looking downfield. But I see what you're saying with Lamar. Lamar Jackson's head's down. He's yes. looking to get the yards and not looking for that yes. play downfield. Russell that's Wilson, what those, separates him. The two you mentioned, Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray, are always looking to And ex- Patrick Mahomes. And Mahomes, they're looking to extend the play. Ex- just buy them time until they can find someone. Lamar Jackson looking to run the play. I, I, I do agree with that. And like you guys are talking about, I mean, the average career of a running back and a quarterback drastically different. So when you have a quarterback that plays like a running back, come on. It's He was the Ravens were the best team in the AFC before he got hurt. They were the one seed. Then I'm not hurt, saying it's not gonna be good, but games. but it, they, they, they'd they probably still be in the playoffs. How, right how long now. are running backs really good for though? I mean we could play this hypothetical game all day. Like he got hurt. Is that is that the only reason why? Because talent wise I don't think that's that's even an argument. You want his second year. What did he, what did he do his second year? MVP. MVP's MVP. mean nothing, though. Okay. How many MVPs what does that, Aaron okay, what does that mean? Has Aaron Rodgers won a playoff game? He's got a Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. <laughs> come on, John. Where did that argument come from? That was not a great argument. I think talent-wise, this guy's incredible. It, it is the, he's it a regular season. It's a regular season award. I don't think he's got in the playoffs. I think that's what separates the great quarterbacks to the average quarterbacks. I don't know, man. Like Eli okay, Manning, great quarterback. I just want to throw this out there. I love the Bengals. I hope they win today. 
But if you look at their road to the playoffs so far, like they they barely won their division, which was wide open. Beat a Raiders team round one. This the is Raiders a very young there. team. And then Tannehill had it through through a goose egg. You're telling me the Ravens with healthy Lamar couldn't have done the same thing? Be in this position as a one seed too? I wouldn't disagree. They weren't the one seed, but I wouldn't disagree well, with that. They were on pace too before Lamar got hurt. I'm like, oh, I, okay. I'm You're very biased. So I love Lamar because I think he's awesome. I just he's very I, I don't trust team. him, and I have that's fair. That's until fair. you until you prove it to me. Joe Burrow has proven it this in this playoff. So we got to win two more games. Yeah. No, he's not winning those two games. All right, we, we we could talk about this for for more yeah. hours, but regardless, I think the AFC is in a really good position. Um, <laughs> Predictions. Predictions yes. for today. We have Rams, Niners. Rams are the home team, correct? They won the division. Yep. Yes. Um, Chiefs, Bengals. Chiefs. Host. Chiefs are the home team. What are we looking at for spreads here? Quick oh. question, actually. Ignoring this real quick, I just want to talk about the, the Rams-Niners game for a little bit. Um, you know all the rumors about how Rams have no fans? Yes. And yes. the Niners fans, like even with these crazy rules the Rams are putting out about tickets – we all know half that stand is going to be Niners fans. Probably more. Yeah. Dude, that's such – I don't like that rule at all. Like it's a that, stupid rule. I, underst- I understand why you're but, doing that, but that just comes off yeah. just so People that pay the money okay. should get the seats. But, like, do you think that's going to play a big advantage? Like, is, this, is this, like, a Niners home game? Mm. Is this crowd going to get into it? And are the Rams going to have to, like – like, you know the hypotheticals all the time about how, like, when an away team comes in and gets the first ball and they have to, like – Burn a timeout or get a delay a game the first play of the game. I go, every crowd goes, oh, so nuts. you're saying the Rams are going to be actively working against the Niners' quote home field advantage? Yeah, like I, I, wow. I could see the Rams going in That'd there, like having play call trouble. That's a I, dynamic I would not expect. Sure, I've seen that before with, with Saints fans in like recent years against the Panthers or the Falcons when, when the Panthers and Falcons just stink. And the, the, they cheer for the Saints. Or, like, when the Mets play the Marlins, you see that all the time. You're let's go Mets yeah, chance exactly. in Miami. It's crazy. Yeah. I think that could definitely play a part. So, I, I I think you guys are going to disagree with Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, God. It's just, if you look at the stats, like, <laughs> stats? his record. His, his record. record. That's the only thing and that he has. the fact Jimmy Garoppolo has played the Rams six times. Yep. I don't he has this. never lost to the Rams. What? He's a QBR of 72. He's Ugh. won all six starts. The Rams defense allowing things up the middle. That's where, they, that's where the Niners play. George Kittle in the middle, Tebow Sam in the middle, up there. I don't know. I think this is setting up for a trap game and a game that the Niners defense and Jimmy Garoppolo are going to win. Wow. Not big, close game, but they're going to win. I think McVay is, is a very smart coach, and I think he's going to find a way – to neutralize Debo Samuel and and uh, George Kittle, and as far as combating that really good defense, I, I trust Cooper Cup and and uh, Stafford and OBJ to get it done. But they haven't done it before. They have not done it before. And that, I'm sorry to bring this up. That uh, week 18, yeah, game that kind of yeah. fraud. That, that the Niners uh, beat the Rams to seal themselves in the playoffs and maybe maybe kick out another New Orleans team that we won't mention. Um, the line is three and a half for the Rams. What can we not even do the Rams? Can you, not, let's not even do the, the spread. No spread? No let's spread? Just, just straight, straight up who's line. winning. Okay. I think it's the playoffs. You think that, We're yeah, going straight yeah. up who's winning these games. Yep. Nine, you're taking Niners? Easily. 
Easily. I, I okay, said so last week. No no spread, score prediction. No, it's going to be a close game. But okay. I, I have no doubt that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to come back and lead a game-winning drive. I will give you a stat prediction. 250 yards, two touchdowns, not even that good. one pick. Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> That's not even book that it. good. See, is this a wild statement where if he puts up that stat line, they lose, and if he puts up 150 and, and a touchdown, they win? win? Yeah. Like, is that, the, is that that That's weird of a statement? Yeah. A little bit, but uh, I don't know. I just see him. Might be a more, like, correlation instead of, or was it causation? I see him as a clutch quarterback who can, like, make the opposite of Lamar Jackson, which he can win games in the playoffs. And I just see him not making the mistakes, and I don't know. What do you mean win games in the playoffs? He's the I dude, see him as Eli Manning 2.0. All he does is sit around. He's the dude that does nothing for the group project, still gets an A. His team just carries him. Oh, my God. I, he's, he, didn't do anything against, he didn't do anything against Aaron Rodgers. Didn't do a thing. Just sat in the Lambeau cold and as his team won. Niners win. Oh, my God. By four. <laughs> my guess of the score, 24-20. 24-20. All right, Liam, what, what's uh, I'm what's taking the ramps. All you, all you have to do if you're the Rams, let Jimmy G be the one that beats you. Don't let Debo beat you. Don't let the defense beat you. Let Jimmy G come out here and prove himself, because I don't think he will. I, I'm with you on that. I think, like, you know, for as many yards as uh, Jimmy's putting up, I'd say half of those have to be run after <laughs> yes. the catch, bro. Like, he's throwing 10-yard passes. Doesn't matter. And Debo Samuel's running for another 30. So, if you prevent the ball from being in Debo Samuel's hands. Mm-hmm. Maybe put Jalen Ramsey on him. Jalen Ramsey, arguably best corner in the league. Yeah. yeah. I think, you, I think I, you have more success with a linebacker on him than a cornerback. You just don't you just can't let Debo beat you. Make someone else make a play. Yeah. That's that's what you should do. But at the same also, time, Elijah don't, Mitchell's gonna have don't a let George there. Kittle, you know, get a five-yard pass, break an open tackle yeah. and sprint to the end zone. Like I've seen that happen. It, it's not it's not before. that simple, but Kyle Shanahan, yeah. great head coach. Great coaches. Let Jimmy G. Let Two Jimmy great G. coaches. Coach together, right? What, what it's it? crazy. If you look at that yeah. coaching staff with the Redskins. Yeah, yeah show that. Um, I just think you can't let Debo beat you. You can't let Kittle beat you. Make someone else step up. Make Jimmy G. step up and prove himself. No no issues with that if you're the Rams. Who was it? It was Shanahan, McVay. So Mike Shanahan was the coach. Oh, yeah, here we go. Sean McVay. Kyle Shanahan, Matt LaFleur. Wow. We're all on that team together. Three playoff coaches, too. Two of them still in it. Yeah. And Raheem Morris, who was the, uh, I think he's the Falcons guy. Were those the, the those guy. are the RG3 days? Yeah, RG3 wow. Kirk Cousins. Jeez. Pierre Grosso. That'd be an exciting Morris. time for Washington you football. like that? <laughs> but, okay. yeah, I... Yeah, so I think we're both Rams. Yeah. You're Niners on this. I, I, I predicted last week, and I've been saying for a while now, Niners Chiefs Super Bowl, and I'm sticking to Rematch. it. The Niners will beat the Chiefs. Rematch, and you think the, the Niners, Niners come out on top? Yes. Yeah, you did say that. Dude, if the Niners God, win this whole thing, I'm gonna Niners. have a big issue. I'm gonna be so upset. They didn't even deserve to be in the playoffs. I'll be eating wings, watching YouTube, be very sad as the Niners beat the Chiefs. All right, Bengals Chiefs. Uh, I think this is gonna be an interesting game too. I could honestly like. I think it's either gonna be. I think the Chiefs are going to blow. Vegas thinks that Kansas City is going to win by seven, which is that's a pretty big line. So they 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 have a lot of confidence Kansas in the Chiefs. Kansas City by two touchdowns at least. The thing the Chiefs can do, and the problem is Joe Burrow's offensive line. Yes. The Chiefs don't yep. have to blitz. You send four guys. You drop the seven. Sacked back, how many times for Titans? How many times, Sean? Seven. Nine. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think the Chiefs just have the. 
Chiefs defense can just sit back. They've proven themselves. They've proven themselves. Yeah. I but they they did also get gashed by Joe Burrow the last time they played and yeah, Joe Burrow had four hundred and fifty passing yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, that was a different Chiefs team though. This is like a completely different it's Chiefs play, team. Playoffs Chiefs, man. Yeah. And you know, in in retrospect, like this was an amazing year for the Bengals. Joey B's second year. Nobody Jamar saw Chase, this happen. Nobody saw this come. Like at one point they were first in the AFC, like I regardless of what happens, even if they come out here and lose by by twenty one points, like hats off to them. Nah, great yeah. season. I just too with setting the, a great foundation. The Bengals defense, I think, overperformed a lot last game against the Titans, who, let's be real, aren't aren't even comparable to the Chiefs offense. No, and not at all. Eli Apple had a pick. <laughs> like, come on, man. He, I could see the Chiefs winning by two, three touchdowns. Yeah, I think Patrick was too good. And that, that's not a shot at Joe Burrow or the Bengals. No, not at all. At all but the Chiefs just are just a Chiefs. different animal. Yeah, it's the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, imagine like you were saying this. Imagine like you're game planning for Ryan Tannehill and and AJ Brown and an injured Derrick Henry versus versus this high powered record setting offense, yeah. the Chiefs. experienced Super Bowl winning offense. So we the, all we all going Chiefs. Chiefs are like like Tom Brady like nowadays. Like yeah. as long as they keep this game close, give them a last minute drive. Thirteen seconds is all they need. Like oh. it's utterly ridiculous the off what their offense can do. I don't see how you pick against them. No, you can't. So you have a Niners-Chiefs Super Bowl, and we have a Rams-Chiefs Super Bowl. And if it's Rams-Chiefs, I'm just praying the night before we get a game like that one Monday Night Football game when it was 54-51, arguably one of the greatest Monday Night Football games of all time. That was was, the Jared Goff days, so that's... Wow, Imagine, that's, Matt, Matt Stafford will put up seventy. Yeah, so I think that'd be a great Super Bowl. Who um, do you have in the Super Bowl? Just just for fun, pick your Super Bowl geez. winners. I just can't see anybody beating them. I know, I know, you 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 have your Niners, but uh, they're different, man. Patrick Mahomes is different. It's, it's you know the reason the reason I think Niners are going to beat the Chiefs is because the Niners can put Patrick Mahomes on the ground, and as we've seen in the past, the way to beat great quarterbacks is to get them on the ground. Yeah. That's that's Patrick, that's Tom Brady's problem, and I think that's also Patrick Mahomes' problem. The issue with that is you bring pressure. Tyree kills already downfield. But they also have the defense in the back that can like cover Kelsey. that. Kelsey, they just have weapons. They do. They do. It's gonna be great two games. Today. The Rams also have the off the defense line to put pressure mm-hmm. on Mahomes. Like Aaron Donald, like they were hitting Tom Brady nonstop. Tom Brady did not have time in that game against the Rams. I hate to say this, but I think the Rams are gonna win the whole oh. thing. As a Seahawks fan, oh. it pains. It honestly, it pains me so much. I, I might even not even watch this Niners Rams game because I'm hoping it can just end in a tie and and we have another Bills Chiefs game or something like that. But I I don't want to see either of these teams win. I the reason I, I'm more okay with seeing the Rams win because the Rams are just a stacked on team. paper talented team. If the Niners come out here. And pull some. If they win a Super Bowl with Jimmy G, I'm gonna be so. I'm gonna mad, be pissed man. too. Like if they had, if they had won like the last couple years when Jimmy G was playing well, like last time they went to the Super Bowl, okay, that's fine. But I honestly think the Rams are the better team. I think Aaron Donald is as we saw when the Chiefs played the Bucks and lost and got manhandled by the Bucks defense. Mahomes was running for his life. You're telling me Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller. Mm-hmm. You know, and with Jalen Ramsey, you know, maintaining everything in the, in, in the uh, in the background, you're telling me that's not going to be an issue for this Chiefs offensive line. Hundred percent. I could totally yeah. see 
I agree with you. Though. The Rams bringing a chip to LA. Oh, as much that as that, I'm, I'm about to throw up just saying that statement. <laughs> but yeah. All right. So we're gonna cut to uh, commercial, and then I think we're gonna predict the uh, Pro Bowl game, right? Is that? Of course. <laughs> no, I've got I've got the kidding. NFC up by big. Big NFC win. <laughs> Huge. Isn't that what it usually Laying is? Laying money Something on like it. That. Uh, no, but we're actually going to be covering the NBA when we get back. Uh, I know we want to talk about the Cavs, uh, Steph's shooting slump, um, James Harden wanting out from the Nets, all that's good stuff. Uh, WXVU 89.1 FM. No Lakers talk today. Uh, we do too much of that. Um, we'll be right back. From the newsroom, this is WXVU News Director Gabriella LaFool with your weekly Mainline News Minute. Delaware County Medical Reserve Corps have started helping hospitals. According to Action News in Montgomery County, 83% of inpatient hospital beds are occupied. Of those, 17% are with COVID patients. Of their ICU beds, 78% are full, with 23% of them being COVID patients. Fortunately, there's been a slight drop in cases in Philadelphia, but officials say we can't let our guard down. Philadelphia Health Commissioner Dr. Cheryl Bettigol said that this does not mean danger has passed as there are still nearly 2,000 new cases per day. In Delaware County, four hospitals, Crozier, Chester Medical Center, Delaware County Memorial Hospital, Mercy Fitzgerald Hospital, and Taylor Hospital are now receiving extra help from the county's medical reserve corps. The Delaware County Medical Reserve Corps is made up of roughly 3,400 volunteers. With staffing shortages being so prevalent, officials say this has been a great help in keeping hospitals on top of basic human elements. At this time, Delaware County officials say that they have not put in any requests to the governor for additional help. With this week's Mainline News Minute, I'm Gabriella Rafool from the WXVU Newsroom. Here's what's happening in the Mainline with WXVU's Mainline Community Events Billboard. Are you feeling stressed from classes? Join Campus Ministry for a taste of mindfulness meditation, Mondays from 1 to 1.30 during the fall semester. Sessions will take place on Zoom. Contact Campus Ministry for more information. If you have a community event in the main line you'd like to submit to WXVU's billboard, email wxvumusic at gmail.com. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Mainly sunny skies for your Sunday. We'll get up to 26. We'll see partly cloudy skies overnight. We'll go down to 12 degrees. A mix of sun and clouds Monday, a high of 33. And a mix of sun and clouds Tuesday, a high of 38. Alrighty, we are back. Fun in the locker room. 12.27 p.m. We just covered all of our NFL. I mean, we could talk about that for another hour, but we definitely want to get some NBA. Um, but first, we have NFL trivia, as Sean always has. Of course, yeah. So um, since it's the Super Bowl coming up in two weeks, three weeks, two weeks, I think it's two weeks, yeah, um, we're going to start with some Super Bowl trivia. 
I have two Super Bowl questions for you guys. Um, what NFL city hosted the coldest Super Bowl ever? Coldest NFL city. Was it Green Bay? Maybe never have a Super Bowl in Green Bay. This surprised me a lot. Surprised uh, you a lot. Um, has Denver ever had a Super Bowl? It's not Denver. I'd say like Buffalo. Yeah. They wouldn't have anything in Buffalo. Just just for a like. So they, like they most just choose major like cities basically. Wouldn't be cold. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 a south because the, the really? most north they've been, I think it was the Giant Stadium, and that wasn't the cold. Surprise I want to say like Carolina or something like that. No. Nope. East even, Coast or West? Even Southerner. What? Don't tell me it was like a Atlanta? Florida. Atlanta. I don't think it's. I think it's like equal to Atlanta. Not Denver. Um, is it West? Is it West Coast then? It's South. It's, it's not a coast. South? Really. It wasn't New Orleans? Was no. It? New Orleans. No New Orleans is what? The what was the what was the temperature? I don't know the actual temperature. We played a dome too, so. So that doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really affect anything. Yeah. I know. <laughs> the coldest Super Bowl ever was. Because you would think it would be like New York. Because like, that's New York was thing. like a little chaotic because. How cold was it in New Orleans that day? That was what? a little underwhelming. The coldest whatever. And it's like, oh, we're, we're in a dome. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it was 39 degrees at kickoff. Really? How many? That's, 39. There's no way okay. that's the coldest one ever. It was, yeah, it 1972. Really? It's crazy because they don't they have playoff games that are like negative five or something They've like that. Yeah, but they don't they don't they don't play the Super Bowl up north for that reason. Oh, wow. Okay, that's nuts. Is that you, you have more NFL? I have another one. Okay. Another NFL is um, two quarterbacks in NFL history have won Super Bowls with two different teams. Tom Brady. Tom, yeah, that was, that was a given. Uh, Peyton Manning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Nice. Rode, it, rode it out uh, with the Broncos. It was a great way to end the career. Do you want the NBA one now or wait till after NBA? No, we'll wait till. Let's get right into it. It's a great transition. Uh, I think Liam is excited about the Cavs. Oh, yeah. I need to give an apology to the Cavs because we said this last last semester, last year on the show, we were talking about teams that just like need to blow it up and they're, they're in, going in no direction. I would always talk about the Cavs and how they were just booty. But they've been awesome this season. Eight and two in their last ten, beating good teams like the Bucks, the Nets, Jazz. I mean, this team's fun. They're young. Darius Garland's gonna be should be an All Star. I don't know if he is. Um, I don't see how he gets. I don't see how he gets an All Star nod. Really? In the East. Really. I feel like just because like fan voting and other stuff, that's like I true. feel like yeah, well, there's too much voting, stuff to that's get. That's a whole, yeah. <laughs> he should be an all-star this yeah, year. Yeah, the problem is if LeBron James isn't in Cleveland, nobody really cares about yeah. Cleveland. It's a small market. It's, it's going to be tough to, to get recognition there. But uh, it would be the, what, the first time to make the playoffs since, since LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Maybe this makes LeBron want to go back to Cleveland. Oh, that'd be <laughs> weird. Yeah, that would be – you want to talk about a team, though? Imagine him with Mobley, Darius Garland. It would be better than – He would trade them all – he would yeah. trade them all away yeah, for uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. They're, they're <laughs> game, and, game and a half outside of the one seed. Yeah. Four seed right now. But they got guys – I mean, Mobley is the favorite to win Rookie of the Year. They got Kevin Love coming off the bench, only shooting threes now. That's his game. It's very impressive. Darius Garland's been awesome. Colin Sexton. I love Mobley. Yeah. Such defensive the sound, Cavs, like he's a top ten defender yeah. right now, which is you never say that. He about takes the, like the 
top defend top offense player on each team and like mm-hmm. locks him down. I think they were saying he was like the best defensive player coming out of college since like Anthony Davis. Probably, which probably is is wild. Anthony Davis isn't as good defensively anymore. So, but no, like in college, like you've seen that stat where he had like more blocks yeah. and like yeah, some some four, teams. Yeah, four blocks a game. Yeah, Un- unreal stuff for him. But I I play. I think this. Um, Who? Evan Mobley in college. Uh, USC. Yeah. USC. Okay. Um, I think I mean this this Cavs team. They're fun. They're fun to watch. Garland is uh, really fun to watch. I know Sexton's been out, but um, it, it's looking like Garland's going to be the better player, unfortunately. Um, because, which which sucks because I think Sexton's up for a contract extension, and I don't know if he's going to get that from the Cavs because they got to pay Garland. I think Jared Allen just got paid. That that like. That front defensive front court. Oh if you have gosh. you drafted a Coro for his defense, um, you have Mobley, who's already a great defender. Jared Allen, which was an underrated piece Probably that moved around in the, in the yeah, yeah, and yeah. To, to think they got it in the James Harden trade, which like really weird. Like, yeah. you, you don't think of the Cavs as being involved in that trade, and that was a honestly a huge piece that that um, got moved. Um, yeah, they're excited. They're building something really good. They just kind of need, in my opinion. What Sexton could have been, and that's like a, another guy to go along with Garland to generate some offense. Like if you're relying on Kevin Love and Chetty Osman, yeah. that's Chetty Osman <laughs> outside of Garland. Looking at the roster, is Chetty Osman still like, there? He is still there. Yeah. Is he playing how does at all? Lori Markkinen play. I think he does play. Oh yeah, Markkinen's on that team. Yeah. Jared Allen. Jared, yeah. Has Jared Allen playing well? I like Jared. Yeah, he's yeah, been he's okay. Good. I mean, good yeah, that, that front court in general has been playing great. Um, I forgot La- they got Lowry Markin. How does he fit on that? He's averaging four. He's been out. Don't they have Taco too? Uh, they do. I think it's a lot. Of Taco got released. They were just about to get Bull Bull. I know that. Oh yeah. That something fell through. Bull Bull's with the Celtics now. Yeah, he's with the Celtics yeah. now. Replace Taco for Bull. That's yeah. kind of weird. But I feel like Lowry Markin is just like a younger Kevin Love. I feel like they're just taking mm-hmm. like the same position. Yeah. Both just three point shooters and like big men in the corner. I feel like neither of them have good defense or. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they. I feel like the Cavs coming to the trade deadline, they can move some pieces around and do something. Are they, are they buying? They're not really selling. They they have to buy. They dude. have to be buying. But buying, I think they can be both because there's players in the team they can sell. Like yeah. a market is a sell. Yeah. Like there's players they can sell. Is Kevin Love a sell? I mean, he is no. just so much older than yeah. all these guys. You got to look long term. I don't know about this season, but long term. What's he Kevin Love's contract? Need, it's big. But you it's a big also, contract. You need a guy like Kevin Love on your team with all these young guys. True. Yeah. True. You need the veteran experience. And that's what I liked in Ricky Rubio. But uh, yeah, and, got, and he was he playing was great. Incredible. Yeah. He was playing so well. But yeah. you, you bring on Rondo, right? They traded for Rondo um, to yeah, kind of replace been that. Eight and two in their last ten. They've been good. And yeah. They still got guys that are hurt. And I know, like. Loyalty is not something that NBA teams practice, but like Kevin Love's loyalty to the Cavs yeah, in these he's years, like true. I don't know. You're one piece left from that from that championship team. Yeah, you have to like respect it. Like I, I but I how old is the guy? The guy he was drafted. Uh, he's thirty in 08, right? He's yeah, thirty-three. He's yeah, got two he's years left guy. on his contract. Yeah. This year and the next year, but it's yeah, a lot of money, right? Retire. It's like yeah, upwards of 30? 30, 30 million this 31 year. Thirty-one a year. Yeah. Thirty-one this year. Twenty-nine next year. Like loyalty aside, that's. That's a lot of cap space that you could go out and, b- and bolster this team. That is true. If, if, if somebody's willing to take that contract, I feel like it's hard to say no to that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying trade deadline, but, like, maybe offseason you work out something like, hey, you know, we're moving in this you, direction. you got to understand. I'm more likely because I feel like you could trade him for less. But in during right now, 
I feel like you have to give like a first rounder to get rid of that contract, and yeah. you don't want to give a first round. Teams aren't cast. in a position right now, know, mid season, to be taking on forty million guys, dollars. You, you saw what happened last season with the Knicks, and what's happening this season. Imagine if they they went out trade deadline and got like a big big like name. But the Knicks they, this off season got players, and they have not worked out. Yeah, Fournier has not out. worked out. Like, Kemba's, Kemba's like, not worked nobody out. Nobody predicted the Knicks to be good last season, and they were. No one predicted the Cavs to be good this season, and they are. You never know what could happen next season. You, I think you got to go out and get someone, at least try and make a, a but shot want, in playoffs. But, but the problem is you bring somebody in there and they mess up the chemistry, they mess up what's going That's on in that raw locker room. Because if you want to think about it the next way, like maybe they made the right decision then, and if they would have kept and ran back with the same team, they would have done better. Yeah. But because they brought in Fournier and Walker and tried to mess it up a little bit, that's the reason why they're not doing it as well. I don't know. It's just it's all hypothetical yeah. in the situation. I don't know, but either way, it's awesome that they're doing well. It's really awesome. Oh, yeah. It's good for the franchise to have more than one period of success in your entire franchise history. With just LeBron James. Yeah. Like um, but, yeah, I mean, the force, yeah, I don't think anyone saw that coming. Uh, They're doing way better than they ever did with Kyrie, so. <laughs> that's true, yeah. That, that's kind of all those years of Kyrie by himself didn't, didn't really work out too well. Well, you got some guys that can play on this team. Kyrie, those Cavs teams were bad. Yeah. But a lot of those guys have gone and done, like, Wiggins is on the team. He's nice. an all-star now. He stunk that. Well, they got he traded horrible. before he played a game, yeah. though. For Kevin Love, that, that same offseason. Did he get drafted that offseason? Did yeah. he ever play a game with the Cavs? Never played uh, a game with the Cavs. Wiggins okay. was just bad until this season. That's so. that's a little uh, lay GM right there. Uh, going out there and... <laughs> get rid of Wiggins. I think it was like kind of a, 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 kind of a contingency. Like, I'll come to Cleveland if you... you, know, you got to get me a third. Damn. Oh, star. yeah. He wanted yeah. a third score star. Imagine Wiggins now alongside LeBron. Just like a shooting Wiggins. Guy that yeah. tries on defense. I love Wiggins. I've always loved Wiggins. Yeah. Okay, newest All Star, newest All Star starter. Did you I, did you see a list of like players who weren't All Star starters? Yeah. Like Paul Pierce, never an All Star starter. Interesting. There's a long list of Wiggins. That is wild. And in the East too, during that time, like who was? I mean, you have LeBron. But like, as far as filling out the rest of the front court for the All Star, it's not like you had to compete with like the Kobe's or the, you know other people in his division or in his conference I don't know let's um let's let's I mean let's look at at the Warriors with 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 Wiggins obviously Wiggins is playing really well I don't think he deserved all-star starter but all-star for sure um what do we uh, there's not really a lot to make of this because this is the best shooter in the world multiple-time MVP multiple-time champion but Steph Curry is in an absurd shooting slump but I'm not gonna say absurd as in like Bad for most players because this would still this be would good be percentages good. for good. For, well, yeah. uh, I don't know. Okay, he's, just not, he's not playing. Yeah, well. yeah. He's not. He's not playing. He's not shooting very well. No, but it doesn't matter because the Warriors are still the two seed. They're still winning games. You know he's gonna come back around. You know he's gonna come back around. And when you have a, a guy like he hasn't played around Clay in two years, you know, um, Jordan Poole's been stepping up. You have other guys step up. It's okay to go through a slump. I think this, if anything, it's just going to make him come playoff time. He's going to be locked in. They're still, they've got a, they're on a five game win streak, seven and three in their last ten, and he's been playing. Yeah, and quickly. and when I said like like bad for, I mean good for some players. Like forty one percent from the field is still bad relatively, but thirty seven percent. I mean for Steph might not be good on twelve attempts, but for there's a lot of players in this league who could use a thirty seven percent. Shot oh, yeah. from three. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? I, I I wonder if it's all back to the fact that he was chasing that 
I think it was. Because, like, ever since he, like, was pushing for the three-point record, I feel like he started shooting not as good. And, like, I don't know, maybe he's still forcing a little bit, trying to get back in his rhythm. It's a cycle, and Mm -hmm. it's a downward spiral he might be in right now. You just got to get out of it. Yeah, and and as you guys were alluding to, like, the team around him is just – one of the one of the best him. teams since that seventy three and nine season. With I mean Wiggins is almost shooting fifty forty splits. Jordan Poole standout year. Otto Porter is shooting also close to fifty forty. Um, I know Draymond has he's been out, but obviously Draymond his leadership is second to none. Um, and you just got guys that can go out there and ball. Gary Payne is shooting sixty percent from the field, thirty seven from three. Um, Grant he's not taking too many shots, but. You always see a highlight out of him. It's just a good like group of guys that play well together, good defensively. It, it's the the thing about that that seventy three and nine team was it was a lot of experienced veterans like mm-hmm. uh, Leandro Barbosa, guys at Lashawn Livingston, guys that that were just old at the time. And these this is just a young team. Like some of these guys were in high school when, when Steph Curry won MVP. It's kind of wild. The yeah. importance of role players. I think we've talked about that a couple times. This is a prime example. Them and the Suns. You have your main guy, and they just have a squad around him. And he makes every – Steph Curry, even when he's not playing well, it makes everyone on the team so much better. Draws attention like he's nonstop. Yeah. Even if he's in this slump, you can't stop looking no, at him. No, you can't because he, he hits 30-foot bombs still. I mean, you have a lapse in defense, and it's crazy. Yeah, like, like I don't care what, like, what the numbers say. What whatever Curry is shooting from the field, I'm not letting him take an open shot. No, I mean, I'm not. I'm con- I'm sending two guys at him. I don't care if he's shooting twenty percent from three. Like, I'm sending two guys. It's it's that effect that I don't think really anybody else has in basketball for no. a team. So nobody else does. I think he's out of the MVP race. No, I think he is just because he's I definitely mean, fallen other, in yeah, a lot of people. people fallen, but like he's not out. I'd say Kevin Durant's out. Give him two weeks yeah, of injury. Yeah, first, Give yeah. him two weeks dropping forty points a game, and well, yeah. which he's all capable. Of. He we is, know he can do that. Is. Like I just think it's a slump right now. He'll we, get out we're of gonna it. talk about guys: Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, Ja. I think there's some other guys ahead of him right now, though. So the the official Kia MVP ladder, which isn't like the end all be all, uh, <laughs> has Jokic <laughs> as first, Embiid second. And we should talk about how the center position is just thriving right now. Giannis third, Chris Paul fourth, wow. DeMar DeRozan fifth, and then Curry, Durant, Jaw, Booker, LeBron. I think we could both sit here and agree. I, I think Jaw should not be eighth on that list. No, no. The Grizzlies are third in the West. Nobody saw that happening. They're 35 and 17. <laughs> I get Jokic and Embiid and... Actually, let, let, okay, let's stay on Jaw for a little bit. I think Jaw Moran is the second-best point guard in, in basketball right now. I don't know if that's it's a hot him, take or not. It's him and who? Steph. Steph. Steph is number one. Steph's yeah. number one. CP3 right behind him? Luca. Is Luca point guard? Luca. Yeah, you count Luca point guard? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. I'd put Luca, Chris. Chris Paul, uh, you know, and then just from there you can go on whatever. But I mean, It's hard on a point guard. You, you get in the conversation. Yeah, you can get yeah. into that, okay. but... Donovan Mitchell. Again. But Jaw is just playing incredibly. Yeah, playing he has definitely made that leap. People are talking about him for most improved. I'm, we're talking about MVP, yeah. in my opinion. That's that's the problem with the most improved player award. Like Most of the time, the MVP probably is the most improved player in, the, in certain situations. So, like, it's a stupid word to begin with. But, yeah, I think John Moran's definitely in the running for MVP. Um, he's 11, made a huge leap. 11-game win streak this season? Yeah. Jeez. And the, the team around him is not great. Ah. Uh, I mean, but they have, they have, again, like... They're the stepping Cavs. up. 
Young, yeah, young guys. Desmond Bain. I like Desmond, Desmond Bain a Bain's lot. Desmond Bain's insane. Yeah. Defender and shooter, averaging 20. Jared Jackson. Jackson, yeah. Best. He's He has the most blocks in the league, I think, this year. He's playing better. The, yeah. the, the, it's almost like they're building around John Morant. Like, John Morant's totally the yeah, rest of the players. Should. No, outside of those three, I don't. Brandon Clark. Grayson Allen's not there anymore. So. Kyle Anderson. Slow mo. They have your like, boy, though. Steven Adams. Steven. Oh, I love watching <laughs> John Steven Adams. Just reminds me of, of a younger Russ and Steven Adams, and it makes me defense, so sad. Though. Though. You look at this roster Dylan Brooks is a good defender. Desmond Bain can defend. Brandon Clark can defend. I mean. You were saying before the show about their identity. Yeah, it's or, very different from grit and grind, I feel like, because they're just flashing. They're young and they're fast and they're athletic. It's fun to watch. They're way more fun best week to watch now. Yeah, I mean, as as much as Grin Grind might lead to success, am I really going to watch a Zebo post-up or a Marcus Gasol like post-up? They too, though. They still, they're tough. The Grizzlies are tough. And they're third in the West. No one expected this. No. No one. No. There's been a lot of dark horses this year. Really yeah, has. including, let's talk about the center position and how, how awesome it is. It's kind of, it's the same thing last year year before Embiid got hurt, but how awesome is it that Jokic and Embiid are playing out of their minds at a time where I, I personally thought the center position was dying. It was, yeah. It was it, dying. It still they is dying. Off, they took it off the all-star but, ballot. But, okay, I, you, I can agree with that. It's still dying, but isn't this great for it, though? It's halting yes. us, that slow There's two of them. Away. That's it. Yeah. We're Baby st- cat. We're still moving towards positionless basketball, in a way, but I think those three, and I'll, I'll put Cat in there, are really helping keep the center position alive. Yeah, yeah but... I don't know. I don't see any young guys coming out want to be centers. There's no yeah. young guys coming in there like doing what these guys can do. These guys are great players, but they transcend the center position. They're not traditional yeah. centers. They're, they're like, that's, that's a good way of putting it. That's, that's a great Aiden, way of putting Aiden's it. Aiden's a great center, but I think his ceiling is is his ability. Like right now, yeah, right. He doesn't now. have the passing ability. Yeah, like these he guys, can't pass. He can't shoot. He's not. He can't play make like these guys. Jokic's playmaking ability, like yeah, he could run the point guard. Like mm-hmm. he's just. That's, that's why I separate him above Embiid just because of his other things around him. I feel like he's more of a complete player than Joel Embiid is. I think Embiid is really shiny, though, because Ben Simmons is gone. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Embiid is, is having a great he's stretch. He wants. He's and, you get him the ball, you have him yeah. play four out with Embiid in the middle of the paint. You watch him play, though, oh, my gosh. He, both, both those guys just do everything. They do everything. It's incredible. And Embiid's such a good defender, too. Jokic is having the best PR season ever. Yeah. On, on track to for sure. And insane. Whoever brought up Aiden, I, I, I like that that got brought up because outside of those top three that we were talking about, it's kind of – it seems like we're moving in a direction where to be a good center in this league, you got to play defense. you got to be able to switch on the perimeter and just roll to, to mm-hmm. the basket. Well, you got depends. the Aidens, the Gobert's, the Capella's. Yeah. Like, well, if you have Chris Paul as your point guard and you're a center, you're going to oh, yeah. Yeah, try <laughs> no matter what. That's true. But, like, you got to – like – Centers are essentially unplayable if you can't switch out on the perimeter. Yes. That's the Un, Like uh, outside of Jokic, like if Jokic can't play defense on the perimeter, I don't but care. He has, like dude. the Nuggets are so much better with him defensively. Yeah, but yeah. Like, you've seen those those uh, those mon- or those clips yes, of like like he'll be switching on Chris Paul. He's just swiping like this, and it's just like. But well, at the same time, like you're not benching Jokic Ball, for that no. reason. No, he's too good. At everything else, but like I agree with you and. That's why we. That's why we saw the Peachy Tucker experiments. We see these guys, LeBron James playing center. Look at yeah. look at the uh, Lakers. Like, mm-hmm. I understand the yeah. center position is not being over, but unless you have these two, two maybe cat three guys that are like so good offensively and so good like running the offense, you can't possibly take it out because of lack of defense. 
the other guys are just getting exposed for these point guards and these wings who just have so much quickness and skill. Like, and they're great because they're not traditional centers. That's why they're so. Yeah, good. they're yeah. not traditional centers. Uh, the traditional center is dying. Yeah, That's dying. Tra- yeah, I think it's been gone. Yeah, you, you never used to see guys play make like this. No, it's nuts. Aiden Capella, Gobert, like they got their places, but I don't know. They just they can be exposed too easily. Yeah, it's it's just. We're, we're moving to positionless basketball for better, for not. But I'm glad these guys are still um, oh, doing gosh. it. Any, anybody else on the list that we think should, you know, maybe higher? What about DeMar at five? Well, Is that a good Bulls place? The have really slowed down. Yeah. But they've also been dealing with some stuff as well. Um, they've had injuries. They've had injuries. They've had stuff like yeah, that. Levine's been, you know, out. Lon- Lonzo's been out. Caruso. So they've had some different stuff. But they've had guys step up, though. I really like... Um, that A.O. Donsuma out of Illinois, he's been playing really well. They got Kobe White, went through a stretch. Um, but, I don't know. They, I've, they I've heard. Struggled. They've been struggling. I haven't time. watched, like, a lot of Bulls games, but I, I've heard that Vucevic has just been playing terribly yeah, this he, year. Well, he's soft. Yeah, he's just, which is tough because yeah. if you think about Magic Vucevic on this team, like, that's. Though it goes to show you, I mean, Magic Vucevic wasn't playing alongside guys that could yeah, was he just filling up the stat sheet, yeah. playing oh, garbage like basketball? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. What about Luca? Luca is listed as the five more after one through ten. Mavs going on a run. They've been yeah, very high. They're right. De- defense. They've been playing defense, which I thought would that's never wild, happen. dude. That's I would never have thought that they'd be. What are they number one in defense or something like that? Yeah, number one net defense. Year, which Isn't that wild? And like they're the trash in offense. The, the question that you always come out to this, and we talk about the Mavs every year, can they get the wing of the trade deadline? You know, I've seen who's you, available right now. Who would you want? Jeremy Grant wants out of Detroit. That'd be that's the guy you want. That's that is the exact that's who you that, want. That but every team fit. wants him. Too. Yeah, every playoff team wants him. Think about him alongside Luke. What Luca? It would be like a Luca and a baby version of like a Kawhi or Demar. Yeah. Type of thing. Oh, he would be perfect. I as much I give. They, him they would jump. They would jump in my pay. They get your, your like they get top their, three in the East, top three in the West. Really? Who are they leapfrogging? The Jazz? Yeah. And the Grizzlies? Yeah. I just, I mean, if Luca plays Grizzlies. playoff, yeah. Luca, yeah, yeah, because yeah. they they could have beat the the Clippers two years in a row. I think they should have uh, two years ago. The the refereeing and, and stuff happened. Reggie Jackson dropping fifty points, like stuff like that. Yeah. Is there any news about Kawhi Leonard coming back? No, but I don't. Paul if Paul, Paul yeah. George might be having season-ending surgery, and uh, if that happens, there's then, no reason to rush either of them. No, you just take the season as an L. I do. Want Clippers to... are still a seven seed. They're just at five hundred above the Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> which like, and and I'm I'm gonna switch hats to to my OKC fandom. We this is the first year that we get the Clippers pick, and you know I'm I'm never one to wish an injury on anybody, but. How convenient is it that both the stars are out? And yeah. so if they make the seven seed, I'm going to be a little mad. Like, this should be a lottery pick. Will. This is a lottery team. This is Reggie Jackson's team They don't have any right reason now. to tank. No, they, no, they, they have don't. no reason to tank. No I, reason I to tank. But they should be losing games. But here, here's what you look at. You look at teams behind them. The Lakers will jump them, I think. Timberwolves, I think, will jump them. Blazers are not. I don't want the Blazers, too, but I think they, they should. I mean, San Antonio... They they've been on the wrong end of a lot of games. They're, yeah. If you look at their point differential, it's zero. But yet they're what? How many games under five hundred? Oh uh, god, twelve. Yeah. yeah. So they've been on the wrong end of a lot that's of games. Wild. After that's wild. That, that's that's a very interesting uh, stat right there. Yeah, 
Interesting. And the Pelicans always underperform. I mean, at best, I can see the Clippers falling to the ten for you. Yeah. So if they've like, because I'm I'm still a little confused on the the play-in tournament. Is the lottery still include the teams that lose the play-in tournament? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it has. So to if they're the nine seed and they lose to who they they, they play the eight. Yeah. Oh God. No, they, they they play the ten first. They no, play. Yeah. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, they play. Is that how it works? Yeah, eight, nine, seven, ten. Eight, nine. Just remember, they play the yes. eight. Yes. So you, even if they beat, so if they lose they, the whole play-in tournament, they're now a lottery team. Yeah. Okay. At least, well, at least they, feel they a little have better. to fill it because it would only be five. How does the play-in work? Conference. No, it can't work like that. Is it? Maybe uh, it might be. What was last year? Because seven plays a ten, eight plays a nine, and then if the Timberwolves, if the Lakers beat the Wolves, the Lakers have to beat them twice, I think. So okay, because I remember the. But oh, it, it really does stink for you, though, Truett, because I feel like it's going to be really tight at the end. Who gets in the – like, what seed gets what. Yeah, I know. And, and as, a, as a Thunder fan, I'm glad that we have, we have our own pick, um, assuming we don't make the playoffs. No, Truett, sorry. <laughs> Celtics, seven <laughs> plays eight, nine plays ten. The winner of nine v ten plays has to play the loser of seven v eight to oh, get in. Oh, okay, okay. Because oh, I remember the yeah. Celtics played the Wizards last year, and Celtics Wizards were seven eight. Yeah, like and Wizards beat the the um. Wizards beat the Celtics. No, Wizards beat the Pacers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, the Pacers Hornets. blew out the Hornets. Yes. Okay. Isn't it like a, you have to win two though? If you're the the nine ten have to win two. Seven. If so, if seven wins, yes. seven eight play. Yeah. Whoever wins, that's automatically in. They're the seven. Uh-huh. And they would be seven nine ten, then the. Whoever lost that first game has to play the winner of nine ten, and that game would play the, get the eight. So loser of seven eight plays the winner of nine ten for the eight. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Exciting but confusing. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I, I don't really think you need to play in tournament, but then we don't have to go. Into I don't discussion. know why they, they added that. Yeah. For, I, COVID, I don't know. for COVID, I understand it, but for this season, is that why? Great. I think it's the original. Oh, for, the, for those teams that dropped a little bit yeah. because of, okay, I guess yeah. Sure. Do you guys want the trivia question now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or do we do we want to, like, cover the James Harden news at all? There's, yeah, I get it. There's not a lot of tangible news to that. I think the report said, like, he just doesn't like living in Brooklyn, which is, like... Understandable. Yeah, coming <laughs> <laughs> But that's a weird reason to not want to play with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. It's yeah, Well, it just shows James Harden's... I don't know. I feel bad for Kevin Durant a little bit these days. Uh, I, yeah. I've never been, like, the biggest James Harden guy because, like foul baiting. I just don't like the way he plays. He's a great isolation player, I'll give him that, but he's not a winner. I mean, you can't overcome living in Brooklyn to play with Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Come on, man. Like, that's such a... That's horrible. Yeah, that is a really, like... <laughs> a, I don't know. That's a terrible mindset. You think living in Philly would be better? Like, I, I, I mean, no. I've never lived <laughs> yeah. in either of those cities, but come on, man. <laughs> We're close enough to Philly. We don't. We don't you're playing with <laughs> going there. You, you, you're playing as as a, as a you part live near of, Villanova, you'd be fine. Yeah, you can get a house in your Jay Rice. Yeah. <laughs> you're playing as as part of arguably one of the best offensive trios ever, like I guess individual pieces put yeah. together. Um, he doesn't want to win. He and, wants the ball in his hands nonstop. Yeah. And they yeah. were they were one. They were what like two uh, inches away. From Kevin Durant correct shoe yeah. size away from going. Yeah. To the, so I mean, why even like? Why I don't get it. News. James Harden is weirdo. He's a weird dude. But Harden and Embiid? Yeah, that's true. So what, that's true. what do you give up? You give up Simmons? Oh, Kyrie, Durant, Simmons? How would that work? Yeah. That's a weird... Too, too many ball-dominant guys. You just tell Ben Simmons, play defense and run. And yeah. Transition. 
You don't do anything. You tell him like, hey, you're playing or with Kevin, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant requests a trade and get out of there. Yeah, but you could argue oh, like, like playmaking though. Ben Simmons and Kevin Durant pick and rolls. Oh wow, mm. that would be. Kyrie doesn't fit on that team. That's true. Too many, too many ball. Go down. back. I think they have too many ball. Go back to Kyrie Durant. That was. That was the team that could have won. I I think so. With, with I was excited to watch that team, and then you bring in Harden. I thought it complicated. So they lost the role players because if they would have kept yeah. Dinwiddie on that team, yeah. better. Allen? Karis Levert yeah, would have been exactly. better. If you're the exactly. Nets, but they did it too much. You trade Harden for you fill out this roster around Kyrie and Durant. You just do the reverse. You basically yeah. undo your mistake. If I'm the Nets, I'm not trading Harden for Simmons. No. I'm trading him for Simmons and Curry, maybe. Like Simmons get, and Seth get, Curry. Some Somebody else with yeah. Simmons yeah. to get rid of Harden. you got to start filling out the role players because that's like, how you're going to I say you, you bring this team back. Give me Danny Green or Max. No, no, no. Okay. Danny Green. Take <laughs> Seth Curry. Say, yeah, yeah, no, but all, yes, in addition to Seth. Seth and Max. Curry. Yeah. But no. Simmons, Curry, and Maxie? For I do Harden. Harden. I, I do. don't know how the Sixers say no to Throwing a first round, maybe? First rounder? Throwing something, too. But then you're looking at the Nets team now with... If Kyrie stays, I guess you got Kyrie, um, Kyrie at the one, Somebody Curry at the two, two Joe Harris. Simmons at the three ish, oh, okay, KD at the four, and you need a center. Switch KD and and uh, yeah. Simmons. They don't. Have what if you could run Simmons at the five? Would you could. Be, would oh, that be go really? Small. What would that oh, be? Dude, imagine that team in transition. <laughs> yeah, oh. Joe Harris on the wing. Like <laughs> you, have, you have Patty Mills. You have, yeah, you have you have. Curry, I like that. I like you have that Curry actually. And Joe Harris just. All they do is sit on the perimeter. Kyrie Curry, they Joe Harris, want. Durant, Simmons. Oh That's an God. interesting starting five. And Tyree Max can off the bench. Yeah. yeah. Patty. Yeah. Marcus. We should be GMs. <laughs> we, uh, why I are we not GMs? I actually think the Sixers would take that trade. I think it's a lot no, given up would. for. Because they want what? They want. They want a lot for they want Simmons. They want a first and a star. Yeah. Their asking price is way too high. But I don't know why they asked so high when you could get Harden and Embiid. Maybe they do that for that, but I don't know. That duo would be insane. With oh all the, the, the hurdles that the Sixers have been through to try and trade Ben Simmons, if they ended up getting James Harden from that, that's a dub. After, well, they should have got James Harden to begin with. Yeah, yeah, but, but they, like they some people are saying like they can't even get C.J. McCollum. If you get James Harden, that's a dub. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a dub. You're going to have to give up, though, I think. But they're, yeah. not, they're not going to. Sixers yeah. are dumb. <laughs> yeah, we could speculate forever. Yes. Sean, let's hear this trivia. Okay. This NBA trivia. In NBA Finals history... Only five players have averaged more than th- have averaged thirty-eight or more points in an NBA final series. Thirty-eight. How many players? Five. Five. Probably like. Is Michael Morgan Michael Jordan's? Michael Jordan has has averaged him in ninety-two ninety-three. He averaged forty-one points oh, per yeah, game, the most by any player I in don't, NBA finals. I, I wouldn't guess it's LeBron. I don't think LeBron. No. LeBron is number one, two, three, four. Six, seven. He ever yeah, I wouldn't guess he would. have points, assists, rebounds, steals. How much did Dwayne Wade average in that 06? No? Not Dwayne Wade. Was Wilt 06, on there? he's... Wilt is not on there, no. Kareem? Nope. Larry Bird? Nope. What is the, the threshold? 38 points? Oh, wow. my God. Um, did all these guys win a chip? These five Ooh, guys? Oh, good question. Yeah. I'm not positive. I think so. What about Kobe? Did Kobe... No? Yeah. There's only one guy I think might not have. I think the rest of them did. That might not have. Now I'm trying to think who went off in the finals. That... Then, but, uh, interesting. Uh, maybe Sneaky Allen Iverson. I'm trying to think of the nope. dude that... Uh. 38's a lot of yeah, points. Yeah, 38's a ton. Maybe Are like these like, what about relevant like dudes? Like, like recent dudes? No. 
Durant. Three guys are from the 60s. Oh, oh, oh. Bill Russell? Nope. What? We're not going to get Elgin Baylor. Yep, yeah, Elgin Baylor. <laughs> okay, okay. Nice, nice. George Gervin. Nope. Magic, oh, 60s. Um, okay, modern day guy then. So okay. we have another modern day guy? One more modern day He's guy. still yeah. in the NBA. No. 2010s played? Late 90s, thousands. Tim Duncan? You know, throughout the 90s, thousands. Shaq? Yeah. Yeah. Which okay. which finals? Ninety nine thousand. So what he averaged thirty eight points a game. Oh my god! Wow. Two other guys: one Laker, one San Francisco Warrior. It's a Laker that we haven't guessed. It's a Laker you haven't guessed? And it's not Wilt. This is the guy who I don't Warrior? think won it. Oh, Jerry West. Yeah. Okay. Dude. Yes. No. Wait. Respect did he Jerry have West. one logo, chip, baby. or did he have none? Jerry West. I don't think he's any. He was on that. But uh, he went to the finals what Elgin seven team. times? No. What? Yeah, didn't Jerry West go Did to the finals? Like a he's bunch won of times? one finals, How one finals MVP award, and one NBA championship. But he's been to the finals like seven times. Did he win oh, yeah. the uh, finals MVP on the losing team? That's why I said. Yes. That's why I think this is the year. That's why I think this is the year he didn't that's, win it. That's so wild. there's one more guy, San Francisco Warrior. Yeah. Are Are we gonna get him or no? I think he could because of two K, but like. Because of two K. Because of two K. I think he's actually an announcer now. Possibly. Oh, Bill Walton. No. 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 Uh, I'm just thinking, announcers now. <laughs> no, never mind. He's not an announcer. <laughs> Ernie Johnson. You're gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> Rick Barry. Rick yeah, I don't Barry. Guess that. The guy who does underhand, underhand free throws. He was really good 30. though. He was really, really? good. I, know I, that. I, yeah. I don't think I've ever watched Rick Barry highlights. He averaged 41 points. <laughs> good for him. Jeez. Good for him. So we got Jordan, Shaq, Rick Barry, Elgin Baylor, and who was the last? Jerry guy? West. Jerry West. Shaq also averaged 36. So in the 0102. Wow. Then Dude, LeBron. People, people sleep on prime Jordan, track. Iverson, Durant. Yeah. Giannis averaged 35 when he won it really? this year. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. And Dwayne Wade. Wow. Legends. Yeah. All right, everybody. It is it's 1 p.m. That's the end of our show, unfortunately. Uh, be sure, if you missed anything, watch it on the YouTube channel. Uh, or if you want to go back and you know react to some of our takes or predictions, um, we're going to be back next week, same time, 11.30, Sunday. Um, preview of the Pro Bowl. Preview of the Pro Bowl. And, and the Super Bowl, we'll, we'll know then. Uh, we'll probably get into some more NBA, maybe uh, cover a little college, because it looks like the college season is uh, heating up a little bit. Uh, maybe anybody, like, who's going to get drafted. We can talk about Chet and Paolo all day. Um, but, yeah, we'll see you there at 11.30. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go check out the Twitter. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Now, here's your three-day weather.